Hey there, welcome to the Healthy Vibes Podcast. I am Kelly Renato, your host, a mom of two, and a fitness and health enthusiast and encourager. I'm on a mission to help moms feel good about themselves, find time for themselves, and get their strength back so that every single day they can show up how they want to. I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed, unhealthy as a mom, anxious, worn out, and never enough. That is why I want to share with you every single week simple choices that have helped me to feel more confident and content. Each week I'll bring you a short dose of inspiration for you and your family, empowering you to show up for yourself, love who you are, and encouraging you to become more intentional every day with your choices so that you can feel stronger, more confident, and fulfilled. Are you ready to truly love who you are? Get out of that rat race, know that you're enough, and follow the path that you want to? It's time to nurture your mind, body, and soul. You get to make this choice every single day, and I want to help you. Let's start today. You ready? Here we go. Hey there, welcome to the Healthy Vibes Podcast. I'm Kelly Renato. Thank you for being here with me today and spending a little bit of time, um, and I hope to encourage you. My goal is always to give you some encouragement, make you think about something, and it all comes from my own experiences, things I've learned, things I've felt, and um, I just hope that that you get something from it because we all need encouragement, and I believe we all need to grow and... Um, you know, just become more aware every week of our life, our relationships, our connections, where we're going. So if this encourages you, um, please share it. I'd love to grow and just share with as many people as possible, encourage as many people as possible. So thank you so much for being here. And today I want to talk about um, our kids and I want to talk about living in the present, but parenting um, while parenting, thinking about the future. So this is something that um, I feel like in parenting, I've always thought this way. Um, and not, not even more so as they've got older, but in a different way. And I'm sure if you guys have little kids, big kids, wherever you are in the journey, um, every stage is a little bit different. Like you don't parent the same for a two-year-old as a five-year-old, as a seven-year-old, as a 10-year-old, and definitely not the same for a 17-year-old. Like every stage is different. And what has helped me, and uh, I do not have it all figured out, and let me be very clear, I am not a parenting expert in the least. I don't believe I'm an expert in anything. Everything I talk about is just experience and hoping Something that's helped me might help you. That's it. And when I parent, the one thing that has truly helped me in all stages is thinking about the future and who I want my kid to become, um, how I can help them with my decisions, and how it would help them face decisions in the future or who they become. And so so some examples, like the last episode of my podcast was about values. And, and in all honesty, I feel like this is a great continuation of that one as I was preparing for both of them. Because a lot of the ways we parent are based on values, our values. You know, we all parent different, what matters to us. Um, but I always wanted to, I try really hard to live in the present with my kids I don't always succeed, as we know, when we get stressed, when we get anxious, when we fear, you know, 
especially as they've gotten older, driving. Um, I feel like we're going to the future or we're making up stories. If we're not just living in the present and having faith, it's, it's hard to parent thinking of the past or the future is what I'm trying to say. So I really try to live in the present, first of all, because I want to connect with my kids. That's super important to me. I want to connect with my kids. I really want them to feel that they could come talk to me at any time. And I feel like if I'm present with them, and again, I don't always do this well, but I try to, um, when they talk, you know, let them know I'm look, you know, I'm listening. Um, let them know they, I try not to cut them off. I try not to, um, you know, just tell them what I think. I really try to hear from them. And again, I'm not always good at this, but I'm getting better because I'm paying attention. The older they get, they need to be heard. Everyone needs to be heard. Nobody likes to be cut off. Nobody likes to not, not get out what they're trying to tell you. Even if you think whatever it is doesn't matter, it's wrong, let them be heard. That's my opinion. Um, I want them to know Jesus. I want them to see me as someone that's close to Jesus, that is a, a good Christian, that I try to be every day, that I get in the word, that I pray. I want them to see this. I want them to see that I live my life trying to get closer to him every day and make my choices based on that. And um, I want to talk them through it based on that as well, like gearing them to go pray or um, gearing them to talk to God about it. Um, to get in their devotion every day. So these are my living in the present with them um, and trying to be there for them. But in parenting, when I say thinking about the future, so some of my examples, I feel like when you get into decisions, and I've had decisions where um, it's easy to say yes to something or everyone's saying yes to something, but in your heart, in your gut, in your mind, whatever it is, doesn't feel right. Um, so I feel like, like when my kids were little, they're, I feel like they're both very strong-willed. And a lot of times, you know, they would, you know, you want to just say, kind of quiet down their, you know, when they're strong-willed and they're pushy and they're persistent and they're all these things. And I always would say with my daughter, and I would always say, listen, this is exhausting me now, but this is a great quality for when she's older. And I would really try to look at whatever quality it is that my kid had right now, how would that serve them in the future? So I didn't want to smother that strong-willed. I had to direct it in the right ways, like so she wasn't bossing me around and everything. But at the same time, I wanted her to have that strong will for the future. So I tried really hard to parent that way and 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 make sure she knew that I liked how strong she was or how brave she was or how courageous. But for, for right now, we have to do it this way or we're going to do it this way. Um, you know, giving into the pressure of peers. Like, you know, there were times that maybe... Um, my kids didn't want to go to something they were invited to or be a part of of this or that or go to a certain play group or and i really tried to look at the situation and say and i think this happens a lot with parents where they never want to say no to anything you know we as adults don't so we do the same thing to our kids 
And I really wanted my kids to learn how to say no. Like if they really didn't want to go, maybe they were tired from the week. You know, I do think sometimes you say yes and you want to respect the fact that you've said yes or you've taken a spot. And I understand that for sure. Like you want to teach manners and courtesy and all of that. But I also think there are times that your kid just doesn't want to go to something and we shouldn't have to pressure them to be at all things, be friends with every everyone. And I know there were stages where they were getting birthday invites left and right because, you know, like the, the preschool or whatever always wanted to include everyone, which was so nice, but it was okay to say no to something because they wanted to do something else. And that was important to me. Um, other examples were, try, I really wanted to teach my kids that they didn't have to be kind of along the same lines, be busy all the time. You know, every downtime, what's so-and-so doing? What's so-and-so doing? And I needed my kids to be able to not be busy. I wanted them to be bored. I wanted them to learn how to be bored and what they could do when they're bored and not just schedule something else so that it was easier on me or have another friend over because it was easier on me. And so sometimes, yeah, we said no just to have a day at home or, or even a day just to ourselves just to have some quiet time or to reconnect with our family because I felt like we were going so much. And I wanted them to learn how to be quiet and be bored and not have to always be busy. Because to me, that's a life skill. Like you have to learn how to not, you know, these days with with phones and all the, you know, everything at, in an instant, I just think sometimes that's missing to, from kids. To be able to sit, another good example was was maybe at a dinner table, to be able to sit there without having a device, be able to sit at a dinner table and actually have conversations. And these were things that, yeah, sometimes it was just easier, and we would as a family watch a movie, watch TV, but I also wanted them to be able to have conversations. And, and in all honesty and transparency, we are full circle. So now we have teenagers, and I was teaching it back then, and I feel like it's almost reteaching it because teenagers, it's even worse now as they're older with the phones and the devices and the never sitting still and you know wanting to go talk to someone. So it's a, it's a whole nother reparenting that, but in a different way. Because when they're little, you can just set things aside. And, and as they're older, there's a mix of you know, reminding them of, you know, not having devices at the table or putting them up at the station. But at the same time, they're getting to the point where I really want them to learn how to make these decisions. So I don't just force things from them or force things upon them. But I'm like, remember, you know, and reminding them and reminding them why, like, you know, and I'll tell them, I'm like, I want you to connect with people. I don't want you to completely dismiss and not know how to sit with people when I'm not there years down the road. I don't want you to sit on the couch with your friends and never have conversations. And these are things that are hard at this stage of the game, but we have to try. And I think you have to try in a way of not, um, especially as they're older, having a conversation person to person with them not treating them like they're five when they're 15, because now they're closer to being adult than they are as a kid. So parenting becomes different. Um, And it's like you're, you know, you're almost two adults here, but this adult needs a lot more practice. So 
some other examples, and I'm I just I'm trying to get you to understand what I mean by parenting for the future. Um, and I feel like um, a lot of today's world too is when they get down, um, when they when they you run into adversity, when they feel left out, maybe they feel alone or lonely or not included. Um, teaching them how to get out of that and not just letting. I think it's okay for the kid to go sit by themselves for a little while, um, but just in a nice, gentle way, like, you know, telling them you get why they're feeling this way, not getting upset with them, and just giving them ideas of how to get out of it. You know, go sit outside, go spend some time with your dogs, go take a walk, um, you know, let's go talk, you know, let's go visit your grandma, because I believe serving, giving, Helping other people makes you feel good. It makes you feel better. So if you're down, if you're feeling self-pity, you're feeling, you know, everything's not going right for you, everything's going against you, go do something for someone else. Help someone else. And I promise you, you'll feel a little bit better. You'll feel a little hope. You'll feel purpose. You'll feel... um You'll just feel good about yourself and about helping someone else. Um, you know, a simple example is um, at the dinner table. I think it's always been a thing to clear your plate at dinner. And never, ever did I make my kids clear their plate at dinner. And and being someone that works in the fitness and, and wellness industry, I've seen it all. Uh, men, women, um, you know, so many eating disorders, body image disorders, and so I wanted to teach them healthy habits. So, so our rule at dinner was that you had to try everything. And listen, everyone has different tastes. I'm never going to force broccoli or force this. I kept trying different vegetables till I found vegetables and fruits they liked because I knew I needed to find some they liked. But the rule was just try everything. And no, it wasn't always easy, but just take one bite of that. And surprisingly, sometimes they would like it, even though they thought they didn't. And if they didn't, I didn't make them eat anymore, but they had to try everything. But they did not have to clear their plate because to me, it's an unhealthy um, eating habit to feel like you always have to clear your plate. Because think about it, as an adult, we become that person that's trying to eat less or trying to eat till we're just full or till you're comfortable. So if your kid really feels that they're full and comfortable, I mean, they have to eat something, but that was that was a big one for me because I really wanted to teach my kids to figure out what they liked and just try new foods, but not feel like they had to finish. And a lot of times when you say clear their plate, they're clearing their plate of things that really don't even have nutritional value, depending on what's on the plate. Um, but other ways, I just think, and hopefully this is just makes you think this week about living in the present with your kid, you know, eye, eye contact, connection, open door, helping them just to know Jesus, be a good person, and being that example yourself. But then as you parent, think about what they're getting out of it. Are you teaching them to give in to pressure, to say yes to everything, to give in to feeling like they have to be popular or busy all the time? Um, and just make sure they know what makes them feel good and what doesn't make them feel good. And not giving in to comparison and um, chasing after things that don't really make them feel good. So... Hopefully this gives you something to think about this week. 
Um, share it with someone, share it with your partner if you think it could help. And thanks for being here. And I'll talk to you soon. I appreciate you sharing this time with me today. I am grateful you are here. And if you have anyone that you feel could also benefit from this encouragement, please share it with them today. You can also add a quick review on iTunes, which would mean the world to me and help me just to make this better for each and every one of you out there. I will be here each week, so please be sure to subscribe to the podcast or join me at kellyrenato.com to get the latest episode and more tools to help you on your journey to feel your best and enjoy every single day exactly where you are. I would love to have you join my journey and let's all add good, healthy vibes anywhere we can every single day. Enjoy your week and embrace the season you're in. And I look forward to next week. Take care. Bye-bye.